Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kishpu, and I am your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating the outcomes you actually want to experience. No more coasting, no more settling, no more answering the how are you question. I'm fine. But instead, you know what? Waking up excited for what the day has in store for you. When people ask you, how are you doing? You're like, I'm freaking awesome. I love my life. And just really creating a life of genuine satisfaction, not one that just looks good on the outside, but one that feels really freaking good. And so if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. And I hope you stick around. It's really fun. (laughs) And I say that with full confidence because I have so much fun recording it. And so hopefully my energy transfers. And if you are a longtime listener, welcome back. I'm so happy you are here. And as always, it makes my day to hear that you are enjoying my episodes. So please come and tell me that you are a listener. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushbu.kway. And in the meanwhile, for today's episode, we're going to talk about how to really reframe your current circumstances when you are dealing with impatience starting to doubt where is my manifestation, starting to feel frustrated, like, okay, how much longer do I have to wait for this damn thing to unfold? And just essentially help you realign with the outcome you are creating. And we're going to talk about a metaphor that actually came to me yesterday while I was actually, while I was journaling. And it was just, it was a penny drop moment for me. And the whole day I was just coming back to this metaphor. And that's why I was, I have to record an episode on this because it really hit home for me and it really like I could just feel a huge shift internally when I started to reevaluate my circumstances and literally within like 20 minutes of reflecting on this and that's why you know hopefully me sharing it is going to help you also create that shift and it's this is the whole point of our manifestation, realizing that you cannot change your external circumstances. There's so many factors at play, but you as an intention manifesto, all you got to focus on is creating the shift within. Because when you become the change you seek to experience, you will see that change being reflected back to you everywhere you go. And that really is your only job as an intention manifesto. Decide what you want and then align your vibration to it. Decide that, okay, I know when I get this desire, I'm going to feel a certain way. And so I'm going to unapologetically give myself permission to start cultivating those emotions right here, right now. And realize that, okay, if I know when I get my desire, I'm going to feel abundant. Well, there are are multiple sources of abundance that I can use to create that emotion. If I know that I'm going to feel happy when that desire unfolds, well, I don't need to wait for that very thing to manifest, but instead I'm going to look at other areas of my life right now to feel happy. And a lot of times we place our, we place our feelings, we place conditions on our feeling. 
And there's this idea that, okay, once my desire manifests, then I'll feel happy, then I'll feel more relaxed, then I'll feel more abundant. But every time you place a condition on the way you feel, firstly, you are becoming a victim of your environment who is essentially energetically communicating that I have no control over my emotions. Something outside of me has to happen in order for me to feel a certain way. And that's a really powerless place to be operating out of, number one. Number two is you are putting your emotions in a very volatile state. So something goes well, you're really happy. Things don't go as planned. You're really upset. And then you're just going up and down. And that internal fluctuation can only be mirrored back to you in the form of chaos, obstacles, resistance, and curveballs. And finally, you are creating separation between you and your desire in the sense that you are through your emotional state saying that I do not feel happy in my current circumstances because I don't have my desire and I will feel happy when that desire unfolds. And in that sense of separation, you are feeling a sense of lack within and that lack will only be reflected back to you in the form of more lack. Take what I'm saying in and really, really understand that because when we create this idea that our desire is something that is outside of us or that we don't have it yet, you are, again, energetically communicating that you don't have it and that all you're doing is creating more resistance and repelling that very desire. And if you're thinking, okay, that's all well and good, I get it, but how do I start to feel a certain way? Or how do I, you know, I really want this desire, but how can I start to feel happy when I just, I just need this one thing to happen? Well, enter in my metaphor. And so, I want you to think of your life like a multi-course, fine dining, exquisite, experiential meal with never-ending courses. And when you go to a fine dining meal, what do you do? You give your dietary preferences and then the chef is going to customize it based on what he knows will be incredibly satisfying and blow you away. And then as the diner, all you do is show up the restaurant and you get really excited for the meal ahead. You don't really care what he's making because you know that it's, you've told him what you do and don't eat and it's just going to be the most delicious meal coming your way. And then you sit down, the waiter pours a glass of wine, you talk to your friend or your partner or whoever you are sharing this meal with and tell them and you talk about how great it's going to be. And then as the food is being prepared, you get on with the conversation. And then the first course comes out. And what do you do? You enjoy its deliciousness and you do so with that, the next course and the course after that. And the chef doesn't send all the courses in one go. He spaces it out. He spaces it out so that you can really savor the meal. And that is the same with your life. We all have multiple desires. Some are bigger than others, but we have to realize that, okay, you might not have your big overarching desire, but how can you start to look at your life in courses and really savor what is in front of you? Savor each moment and realize, okay, this is just one course and the next course is going to be even better. And the same way, I don't have to keep asking the waiter, when is dessert going to come out? Because I know that dessert is being prepared. That is what your overarching big desire is like. It's like, okay, you know what? It's coming. It has to come. The, the meal is not complete without the dessert. My life is not complete without that. But at the same time, I'm not here worrying, where is the dessert? I know it's going to come and I need to now start treating my desires and realize, okay, I'm just in one course. And then guess what? The next course is going to come and it's going to be even more satisfying and even more delicious. And the same way when you are in a fine dining meal, 
what do you do when the course comes out? You use all your senses to enjoy the meal. You know, you taste, you really taste the flavors, you enjoy the textures, you pay attention to the music that's around you, and you're just fully immersed in the moment. And that is really the attitude you got to now adopt when it comes to your life and really ground yourself in the present moment and just feel the richness that each moment and opportunity and experience is bringing you. But if you keep waiting and saying, okay, yeah, it's, but yeah, but this is not what I want. This is not what I want yet. But yeah, you're literally ignoring all the other forms of joy and abundance that your life is giving you. And you really got to think of the universe like your cosmic chef who is always going above and beyond to blow you away. And the thing is, is that if you go to a, what do you call it? If you go to a fine dining meal, a good chef will, will send you a balance of flavors. He'll send you some dishes which are a bit sour, some which are a little sweeter. And he's constantly altering the courses so that you're able to fully engage in all your senses. And that is how you got to really approach your life that, okay, maybe you're going through a tough season. Maybe it's a bit of a hard moment, but life is cyclical and it's just a matter of time till the pendulum swings the other way. It's not going to be this incredibly sour life. And the more you can adopt this attitude, what are you doing in the process? Knowing that, okay, things might not be where I want it to be right now, but it's going to get better. It has to get better. Now you're leveraging the law of expectancy, which is expecting things to unfold the way you want. And you don't get what you want in life. You get what you expect. And that essentially is the law of expectation. And similarly, when you are in a fine dining restaurant, if you get a course, which you don't necessarily like, you're not going to throw a fit and berate the chef and tell him how ridiculous it is or how unfair he's being by sending you this one particular course you don't like. No, you're a grown up. You're mature. Or at least I hope you are. What do you do? You eat around it. You eat the parts you like and you leave the rest with the knowingness that the waiter is going to eventually come and clear it up. And you don't need to fill yourself on it because another course is going to come out in a matter of minutes. And guess what? If the foul taste from that course lingers, you can cleanse your palate by eating a piece of bread, take a sip of water or a sip of wine to neutralize the flavor. Similarly, okay, maybe you've gone through a situation or an experience which has had a lingering after effect on you. Maybe there's been some kind of trauma or some kind of discomfort that's been created. You have a plethora of habits which you can engage in to help neutralize and or enhance the way you feel. But again, if you're going to dwell in that negative emotion, you're only putting yourself at a disservice. And the same way, if you are in that fine dining restaurant and you get a course which you don't like, just imagine for a second how that would go down if you decided to cause a ruckus. It would be a miserable experience. You probably get thrown out of the restaurant if you really take it, if, if it really goes out of hand. And chances are the chef is not going to want to go above and beyond to please you. He might do the bare minimum. I mean, if you get a really bad chef, he might spit your food. But no, he's, not, he's just going to give you the bare minimum because you have no appreciation and no gratitude. And that's the same with our lives. You know, every moment of every day is a blessing. And it's the only reason it doesn't feel like it is because it is so easily available and we take it for granted. The fact that you've woken up today, the fact that you're able to even listen to this podcast episode, you have access to technology, you are breathing, you are living, you're listening to it maybe on your AirPods. I'm just, you know, I'm giving you so many different examples of 
examples of how rich your life already is. And the same way, if you keep telling the chef like and praising him, he's going to, again, take, you know, probably go above and beyond, not only to give you what he planned, but like, you know what? This person is so appreciative. I just want to, let's, let's just give her another course so she can try it. And I would love to know her feedback. And that's the same with the universe. When you can express a, appreciation for all that you have, you again, you're energetically signaling, signaling to the universe to give you more of this, give you more satisfying experiences. Because like I said at the start of this podcast, your life is a mirror of you. And if you're constantly operating out of a state of lack or this is not enough, I don't have this yet, you, Realize that you, you communicate with the universe through energy and vibrations. So you can argue for all your limitations and try to justify the way you feel and why life is unfair. But again, it's your energy that is doing the creating. It's your energy that is and your state of being which is manifesting. And so really get super intentional and say, okay, you know what? I might not have my desire, but how can I now start to really savor this phase of life that I'm in? How can I make the most of it? And essentially know that when I get my desire, it's going to feel really freaking happy, really freaking abundant. I'm going to feel super fulfilled. I'm going to feel so relaxed, so at ease. And so how can I now start to feel that way right now? And it might be a bit of a challenge. I recognize that because not, not every situation we're in is the most favorable, but there's always a blessing that we can find. It's just about changing the meaning that we attach to our circumstances. And also, you know, when you're in that fine dining meal, you go there with patience because you know it's going to be an incredibly exquisite meal. And so you're like, why rush it? Like, I want to go there, just enjoy it for all that it is. But imagine if you get to that fine dining meal and you keep asking the waiter, where's the next course? Where's the next course? And you're rushing the chef, just hurry up, just hurry up. I gotta go, I gotta go. Like, come on. Firstly, why even bother? Why, why go to this kind of meal for yourself? And secondly, when the chef is trying to create perfection and you're rushing it, okay, yeah, he might send out some plates. Like, but again, it wouldn't be garnished as nicely as it could be. The flavors might not have come together as deliciously as they could. And again, it wouldn't be all that he envisioned for you or wanted you to taste. It wouldn't be as satisfying as it otherwise could be if you just exercised some patience. And what's going to happen is you'll eat the meal, you're not going to feel satisfied, and then you leave the restaurant kicking yourself for not being patient. And that is exactly what you do with your desire when you keep questioning, where is it, where is it? That state of impatience means that you might take a rash decision, enter something which you don't necessarily like. For example, that can mean taking a job that doesn't really align with you or feel good to you, but you're just so desperate to get a job or that you just say yes. Or let's say that you're just really desperate to get into a relationship and you can sense that the person in front of you has some red flags, but you choose to ignore them because you're just like, I'm just getting older. I need to get into this relationship, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. For the moment you're getting it, but really ask yourself, is this what I want? Is this going to be satisfying? And not only that, but after, after the, what's the word? After the fluff wears off and it becomes my reality, is this going to be something that I can say I feel so satisfied with? And again, when you let a chef just work his magic, do his thing, give him the time that he needs to bring the flavors and textures and presentation together, it is way, way better. And here's the thing is just because your desire hasn't come yet, it doesn't mean it's not going to come. Similarly, just because your dessert hasn't come, it doesn't mean you're not going to get it. 
it just means that there's still some main course coming. There's similarly, if your desire hasn't come, it doesn't mean it's not coming. It just means the universe has a bit more expansion on its way to you before you get that next thing. The universe just has a, a bit more, oh, sorry, a, a, the universe wants you to get a bit more ready for your desire so that when you get it, you're able to fully enjoy it and actually hold on to it. And again, just because you can't physically see the dessert in front of you yet, you know it's being prepared. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather have a gato that has taken a while to bake than just a random bar of chocolate that he just pulled out of the fridge. And that's the same with my desire. And I hope you can also start to adopt that with your desires too. That you know what? Some things take, some great things take time to unfold. And I'd rather be a little patient, exercise that muscle, wait and know that, okay, it's coming, but in the meanwhile, it doesn't mean that I can't live a rich, satisfying, full, meaningful life. I'm going to do that right now and know that, okay, when it's ready, when it's come together, it's going to unfold and it's going to be the most satisfying experience yet. And when you're at this meal, what are you doing in between courses? You've eaten a bite, you've eaten a bite, you savored it, you finish your plate, and then you're just like, okay, let this digest. I hope he waits a bit before he sends out the next course. And in between, you're now enjoying the conversation, you're enjoying the company, you're having a sip of your wine, you're soaking in the ambience, because there are other components of the meal that make it enjoyable. It's not just about the next course, and that is the same with your life. There are infinite sources of joy. It's not just about that one very desire. And the more you can start to really hone in and appreciate those, it's, yeah, it's a no-brainer that the desire after it's going to come a lot quicker. Because when you're not like constantly looking at the kitchen to see when is the dish coming out, when is the dish coming out? Because when I, I'm sure you've, that's been an experience for you because I know that's been an experience for me when I'm so hungry. And I go to a restaurant, I'm just waiting for the food to get served and it just takes forever. But the minute I'm like, you know what, screw it, let's just we're here we might as well just enjoy it and they'll send it out when it comes the dish comes out so much quicker and that is the same with your desire when you can just let go of that neediness and attachment to it and just when it comes it comes it's going to come a lot quicker and here's the thing is that if you received all your desires in one go as much as right now you think that no i'll be fine okay yeah you'll get it but it wouldn't be as satisfying because you'll get it, but the novelty will wear off really quickly. But instead, when you can space out your desires, it's like you're constantly being given sources of like little bursts of joy in your life. And that is the same as that we're so programmed for instant gratification. But again, is that if we get everything at once, we're not going to be able to even contain that level of joy. But instead, how awesome that every stage of our life, there's some goodness coming our way. And it's really about living with that expectation. But if you keep expecting that it's going to take forever or you're not going to get what you want just because you can't see it, you are, again, you're creating resistance and your life will only mirror that back to you. And again, there's going back to this idea of patience. You, like I said, you, it's, you know that in the right time, that chef is going to send you the next course. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to rush anything. You've already paid for the meal. And now you just have to be there, be patient, be present and just let it come, just let it come. He's going to send it out. And that is the same with your desires. Okay. You're placed on this planet. You're here for a reason. You're here with a purpose. You're here for expansion. You're here to experience joy. That is your birthright, joy, abundance, fulfillment. But again, if you keep now arguing for your limitations or resisting what is coming up for you right now and complaining about how long it's taking or how unfair life is, all you're doing is 
blocking yourself from experiencing that level of abundance and joy and fulfillment that is essentially your birthright. Just let it unfold naturally. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to push. You don't have to struggle. And also when your dishes, when you go for this like fine dining meal, when your dishes are taking a bit longer than you expected, you still probably wouldn't dare to get in the kitchen. Why? Why would you do that? You have a private chef who is so much more experienced than you, who knows what he is doing, and you're an amateur in comparison. So why would you even try to meddle? I mean, you might be able to toast bread, but this chef can make focaccia from scratch. Wouldn't you rather let him take care of the meal and you just get to enjoy it? That's the same with your desire. Like I said, the universe is your cosmic chef. He knows what he's doing. The universe, look, just look around you for a second. Like, this, like I go to nature a lot when I need perspective. Everything around you has been created by a power greater than you. And so you really got to ask yourself that, okay, your desire that you're after, it might seem like it's quite big, but for the universe, for God, for angels, for infinite intelligence, whatever you refer to a power greater than you as, for you, it's a big ask for the universe. I, I, I say, you know, I refer to as the universe for the universe. The universe is just thinking, is that it? But again, is that if you keep meddling and trying to use your logic to figure it out, then you know what is you're shooting yourself in the foot and you are essentially limiting what you can otherwise receive for yourself. And you know, wherever you are in your life right now, realize that you're only just scratching the surface of your life. You're merely wetting your appetite. And if you think it's been delicious up until now, or you've had some delicious courses, but maybe others which are, haven't been the most tasty, just know that it's just going to get better and better. And you really have to live your life with that confidence, that knowingness, and that expectation. And before I round up this episode, what I really will say is everything is the meaning you attach to your circumstances. And so when you can really start to look at your life, as this amazing gift that you're given whereby you're constantly being doled out various sources of joy and you just have to now decide what am I focusing on? That is how you essentially speed up the manifestation process. That is how you now accelerate the unfolding of your desire. And that is how you really get back in the driving seat of your life. And you really got to remind yourself that your greatest power lies in the meaning you attach to your circumstances. And so you can either look at your current circumstances, be like, oh, I still don't have my desire. Everyone already has gotten X, Y, Z, or it's so unfair. How much longer do I have to wait? Or you can look at your life and be like, oh, I'm just in it. That, that, that course that season, that phase hasn't unfolded for me yet, but I freaking love this course that I'm in right now. And I'm going to take another bite out of it and I'm going to savor it fully. And I'm just going to really enjoy it with all my senses and know that the next course is going to be even more satisfying because guess what? The universe is my personal cosmic chef who knows my preferences and he is he or she, whatever you refer to it as, is constantly customizing my circumstances so that it pleases me to the highest degree. And so that is all I got for you today. If this metaphor resonated with you, please come and tell me. My handle is at kushfu.kway. Like I said, I hang out most on Instagram. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love, all the abundant vibes, and I wish you an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message 
so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.